This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. What's my hair doing back here? Is that like spike? It's rebelling against the rest <laughs> is, of your hair. <laughs> that spike. It's because I have two. Dude. I have two fucking cowlicks. I have like one here and one here. So like my hair just wants to do like this all the time. Oh, that was nice though. <laughs> I like how you like my hair wants to look sexy all the time. No big Not, deal. No, this is literally because I gel it. There's no way this naturally does sure. it. No way. And then Shoot. I shave the sides. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to go for that, you know, like real nice, nice thin and then long on the top, you know? Trying are, to you go trying, are you trying to do a mullet? Are you trying, trying to do a mullet? Not, not at all. Nah. Definitely not. Has that caught on in like Florida? Everybody in Idaho like got mullets. Bro. Really? Dude. Yeah. No. It's it's like a cut. It's coming back and it's fucking no. weird. Like, no, I even, don't appreciate Even right it. now, I got a little bit of a rat's tail growing like a little bit and I'm like, Ugh. It like grosses me out. I hate. Nah, dude. Anything. Fucking grow a rat tail, hate, bro. Oh, do God, it. no, dude. It's Get it so braided. Gross. Just toss it over your shoulder. Uh, no offense to the people who like it, but I find it so fucking gross. Yeah, you need to be less cute. Okay. <laughs> you need to just tone it down a bit. We need a rat tail. We need like, I, I don't know why, but like the fucking like weird Russian hat. You know what I mean? The one that's like all furry. You need one of those. That just seems kind of unattractive. If I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I think I'd look good in it. I think I maybe, I think winter gear looks good. Fuck dude. You might just be a cute boy in general. You know, I was, you know, what are you some, gonna do, baby? I was like, Oh, you throw some aviators on there. Maybe you look weird. Bro, I, was I look like, good in aviators. I look, look good in aviators. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not to toot my own horn, but Ooh. Dude, what if dude. we gave you those stupid looking aviators that were like aviators, but had the little pieces of plastic that people wore in like the 2010s and shit that just looked like shutters, but on your eyes. Mm, what about that, that? Probably look, it probably looks dumb. It probably looked dumb. I, I mean, it looked dumb, but I I'll bet you could pull it you off. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll buy a pair and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll wear it on one of these upcoming episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a whole episode with it. You go to like you go to buy it. I I in my head I envision this in a store, but I'm fairly certain like yeah, you just buy it on like Amazon or something. Yeah, but I imagine you going into a store and going to buy these stupid ass looking glasses, and the person just being like, gross. Like them not liking it. You're like, don't worry, it's it's a joke. It's a prop for a video. I understand these are disgusting. And they're like, fuck yeah, dude. You could, best friends. You guys get a cool little handshake, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's usually how it works in customer service. Oh, yeah, easily. Like, I worked at GameStop for like over three years, best friends with like everybody. I yeah, never, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never just like, there were people that came in and I was like, man, you are going to try to steal something and ruin my day today. That never happened. Never, not even a single time. I literally have no idea what to type to find these fucking glasses. <laughs> I've been like aviator, windowed, blinded glasses, bars in between. Like I keep just random words and I'm like, I don't know, maybe up. like shutter glasses. Maybe shutter that'll glasses. work. Cause they really do look like shutters. They yeah, look yeah, stupid. Yeah. Oh, you They're know what? That dumb. came up. That came up right away. Dude. Like this fucking, this goddamn genius over here. I know you've got the looks. 
I'm lacking intelligence. Uh, we're not we're not going to make any money today. We are talking about a game called Sable. Isn't isn't that going to be fun? Big Josh Boy, of course, oh. by Shedworks. This is one of our indie game book clubs that we do with our patrons. These are nice yeah. because we all get to play a game. Typically, it's it's the majority of them are more like first impressions than yeah, really yeah, yeah. like full-fledged opinions on games with the exception of i would say um cyber shadow oh, yeah, yeah and psychonauts as well yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those those two i feel like people got deep into and maybe lonely mountains downhill yeah 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 but that it? one's like phil got really into that yeah, I think like Phil and Sam both did. Yeah, I, I yeah, think quite a few true. of us have gotten uh, got deep into that one. But for the most part, when you have like Spirit Fair, that one I don't feel like all of us got that much into. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Mm -hmm. And and of course, like Sable. Now I feel like not many of us got too far into it. But I do Ooh, always I love to hear from our patrons. Yeah, me neither. I oh, I God. literally like. I fucking, uh, I got my shit and I was like, I was, you know, dooning around as in this fucking, I was mm -hmm, in this little dune mm -hmm. flying around on my cool little, like new, I don't, I don't know, dirt bike, what a, a wind yeah. runner. I don't know wind, what it's supposed to be called. Wind bike boy. Yeah. Windy and I was boy. like, this shit's fucking boring, dude. This <laughs> is here's not okay. feeling it. Here's the thing. I so now that this isn't just exclusively uh the patrons, <laughs> it feels even worse when we're gonna shit on a game. Cause like I'm sure there's a lot of people who like this, and this kind of yeah. blew me away was how high the like reviews were for this. Cause I I personally just and granted, this is not my type of game. I knew that it wouldn't be, but like yeah. I hated this game. A hundred percent. This was not for me. I would never have even thought to try this if it wasn't for us doing this book club. But uh, I'll start with a positive. I love it visually. Like the yeah. the the actual visual side to this game is great. I thought it was super cool. I thought there was a little bit of a, a strange aspect to it where it was kind of like funky to look at, and I had to when change you move. It. No, that's when was... it got the most egregious for me. It was like when you move, there are hitches in it. And it's it's obviously done on purpose to accentuate the art style. But that is the only time that it like ever really bothered me. Yeah. And I might have. So I changed my settings right away into the game because there was something oh. where it was like I was in a cave and it was like really red and dark and hard to see. And it was like kind of tough on my eyes. And I immediately changed the settings to some kind of photosensitive mode or something to the nature. Maybe it was some kind of like visibly depaired like accessibility thing. I don't remember what it was, but it made it like much brighter and not as I think like crazy artistically, which probably is why I don't have the same problems that I've heard from from other people where they're like, oh, it kind of chugged on my my Xbox. And I was like, I didn't have any problems with it, but maybe it's just because I I dumbed it down with the visuals i don't even know but yeah i mean mine I, i'm playing it on pc obviously and i've i've got a beefy enough rig like it's it's pretty nice so mine didn't chug at all but i also feel like that could be chalked up to i i feel like that's actually intentional like it's mm -hmm. meant to look like that it's meant to look kind of chuggy like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I at least in my opinion that could be me like just throwing something out there to rationalize what the game looks like but <sighs> 
honestly, yeah. I just I, I just took it as part of the art style. And it's this is really something that I want to come across in a lot of these uh, indie like our indie game book clubs is that even if we don't like it, I think we can easily like we can see why people enjoy these games. Yeah, these are like the textbook definition of shout out to Juno. Good jelly, but not my jam. Like yeah, it's just. One hundred percent. We we want to make sure we play a wide variety of games. That's why we've played games that are like uh, more life sim. Like uh, I guess it's not necessarily a life sim, but Spirit Fair, which is more about managing the systems of the world. Yeah. And then we've played things that are like fully gameplay, like Lonely Mountains Downhill. Like it's all about kind of just experiencing the wide variety of indie games For sure. and enjoying that with our patrons but yeah it does <laughs> often come it, it often comes down to like it's a good jelly not my jam scenario where it's like yeah. i can totally see why all of these games that i might not enjoy i can easily see why somebody else would like them uh-huh. they're just they're just not for me yeah i think what this boils down to is we probably need more opinions in these book clubs because i probably, feel like yeah. feel like the 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 five of us who are the common people that speak up have pretty similar tastes yeah like there's <laughs> obvious differences but like i'm pretty sure all of us are gonna shit on this game today which once again good jelly not my jam still a good game just not for me that's for damn sure but like it's it's more or less just you going through because this is the type of game where there's really no objective like there are, but it just doesn't feel like anything is of necessity. It's like, go explore the world and fix your bike and find a mask or don't. Yeah, I mean, the the entire idea is basically for Sable. It's it's literally a coming of age story for the most part. It's Sable trying to find their place within this world, which I thought was really interesting, especially coming from this nomadic culture mm-hmm. where it's like it's more often than not, it very much seems like no matter what Sable chooses, they won't be able to return to their tribe. Uh, And that's something that a lot of like the early characters talk about, especially like I forget their name, but there is the like the kid who hides part of the bike and you have to go get beetles to to give it to them. So they give it to you. And after you do so, they talk about how like they're afraid of you doing your gliding because they don't want you to leave and never come back like other people have and i think that's really really interesting and i think it could get the the story could get really i i would say could get really deep and i could see a lot of i could see people drawing a lot not only from the actual written dialogue with characters and the the i guess written paths within quests but also from like the environmental storytelling and just the overall world of sable but i personally did not enjoy my experience well i shouldn't say that i just didn't find it fun is the thing it's like do games have to be fun no they do not but strictly when it comes to my personal enjoyment i like to you know have fun with the game i just i play some adventure games which i don't typically think are fun for the most part but i play them for the story it's like yeah and that's great like that's kind of my big thing with these is like if it's a story game there's a lot of times where i'd want it to just be a story and not really much of gameplay like i think that what you're describing is 
you know, obviously the premise to this is interesting. It's a cool uh, piece of, you know, artwork in a sense of like fine storytelling. But the the things that you have to do to get to those story beats don't make it worth it in my eyes. Like, I think that yeah. it was just too much walking of just going to a place. Like, and here's my biggest thing, especially the way they start you out. They tell you you have to fix your bike. And you then you'll get, it. you have to, yeah, you have to make yeah, it. You so you have it. this, yeah, sorry. You have a shitty bike and you have to build a new one, basically. <laughs> and so they give you this shitty bike that like doesn't work very well. And all of the three places that you have to go to get to the pieces of your new bike are really far away. Why, if this is your starting point, wouldn't you just like fucking squeeze that closer so it is not a, as much of a trek and like, boring experience and granted this is just the small piece that i played out i don't even know what happens afterwards because at at around that point that you're talking about i just dipped i was like i'm i'm good because it was because <laughs> it's just too much in between to get to what is interesting which is like the story part like because yeah, the world it, isn't really as as artistically appealing as it is and visually it's very nice i think it's barren like there was a lot of just desert yeah, I and think I'm that's like, on purpose. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. But I just, I don't get anything out of that. I'm like, there's yeah. not anything on this map that I want to explore to. Like, oh, wow, look at that. What is that over there? Like, there's no none of that feeling. And it's like, okay, I just go to this checkpoint. I'd figure out potentially what I have to do. Or maybe I'm just super confused. And I'm just like, I'll just fuck around in this area until I figure out where I'm supposed to go. Because it's not very like... Here's your area. So I, I get what they're trying to do, but it just does not appeal to any interest that I have when I'm looking for a game. Yeah, I think uh, in comparison to like the larger world of Sable, I do think that like your starting area is fairly small. But yeah, it doesn't like I feel like it would have helped a little bit more if you didn't have. So like I, I think it's called like a sand runner. I can't 100 percent remember, mm -hmm. but it's it's like this really chuggy little bike that sp like spits out just massive amounts of exhaust and shit. It's like, it's kind of hilarious, especially because you get this from your chieftain, essentially like of your village because they were supposed to build your bike, but forgot. Mm -hmm. And part of their character is that they're super forgetful. And I thought that was kind of cute. And also I, I enjoyed that the lore of this game makes like these, these characters have these really personal connections with machines and they believe that these machines have souls and that they have names and you could speak to them. And the further you get in the game, you can actually learn how to really speak with your bike and to learn it's, it's character and, and what it is. I think that's really cool. The one thing I do think that really sucks is it's very much portrayed that that like early bike that you get, the little shitty one, mm -hmm. that your experience with your new bike is going to be different. They very they seem to try to hammer it in. They're like this shit, this thing's a piece of shit. Like it sucks. But then once you built your bike, I felt like, yes, it did glide across the ground a little bit better, but I still fucking hit rocks and launched <laughs> into the air like I was fucking driving the Mako in Mass Effect. Like, it was absurd. And it doesn't help that, like, I enjoyed the 
overall, like going around on my glider on my bike. I thought that was cool. I thought it was interesting and it was smooth, but I hated that there was this strafe mechanic where you click the strafe button and it doesn't allow you to go forward or backward anymore. It's just like, okay, you strafe, you can go side to side. And I was like, what? Yeah. Why can't I just do that? Like, (laughs) why is this so weird? Like I, I didn't really understand that. And I, I don't know, maybe it's more useful later on in the game. Maybe there is a reason for that to exist, but I felt like it was pretty weird. I felt like it was an odd inclusion to have something that literally like takes you out of whatever experience you're having because it's literally, it just locks you in place. It's like, <laughs> you want to go left or right? You don't get to do that. You don't get to go straight. I was like, mm-hmm. Okay whatever that's that's how it works man. (laughs) that's that's literally how bikes work i don't know if you know this but it's just the thing i know i know so of course like i said just a quick recap we are talking about sable from shedworks these are our what did i just say our hour is what i meant to say our indie game book clubs these are where we joined with some of our patrons and their audio, not them physically. Maybe eventually we'll do physically, but I feel like our time differences are a little bit virtually. Yeah, whatever. You understand. (laughs) They're going to come over to our house. (laughs) I mean, I know for a fact, none of these peeps want to see me physically, you know? Yeah. I don't know. They should be. Uh, But no, maybe eventually we will do these to where we can all just have a conversation about it in the moment. But because of our time differences is a little bit weird. So instead we have our patrons at the $3 tier or higher. They can send us audio and we include it and we discuss it within these episodes. Normally we have three, four, five, like a couple people send in their audio today. We have three different people from our Patreon community that we are going to be listening to today. We have, course they're they're kind of the staples you know mm-hmm, we've got phil mm-hmm. we've got sam and we've got zach and i'm glad you know i'm i'm super excited to hear their thoughts especially i gotta say phil they sent their email and said i hope you guys have a good episode and i appreciate you phil i appreciate you mr wombat emperor well you are a nice boy because i mean it's also good to preface this with that might be cut out we don't know what's in here oh yeah we've already i have no idea a- We've already Phil. gotten a fair warning that this might be a a, a bit too extreme. So we'll see yeah, what that Phil, means. Phil was like, you guys might want to screen my audio to make sure it's okay before you record. And both of us are like, nah, nah. we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Why do that? Like, I remember way back when I think it was uh, with our Spirit Fair episode where Will Seaver like, said to their audio, was like, this is just a proof. You could say whatever the fuck you want and they'll put it in here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I'm not saying is true, but maybe. But, I don't but, know. We'll find out today. Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, but I feel like we have so far talked about our opinions of Sable. So it is now time for us to hop in and check out what our listeners think. Warning. There will be a lot of swearing in this audio clip. If that offends you, please skip forward about three minutes. With that said, fuck you, Vaughn. Fuck you. I am holding you personally responsible for me having to play this shit fest of a game. If we ever meet up, I'm still going to let you kiss me on the mouth. But you are going to have to work for it. 
you will probably have to do a sexy little dance in a pink tutu to earn that kiss that I would have freely given you before you made me play this turd of a game. Josh, you're still cool, mate. Now, where to begin? Well, let's start with the beginning. After the first minute, I'm like, that's awfully like Zelda Breath of the Wild, isn't it? Just staring into a starting in the cave and walking forward, teaching you how to jump, teaching you that you have a stamina bar. Then I found out I had to get a parachute move, like Breath of the Wild. By the time I got to the point of having to mark locations on the map, I'm just like, is this game taking the piss right now? Is this game an experiment to show how shit Zelda Breath of the Wild could have been if the mechanics were programmed in by kindergartners? And fuck me, that story. The dialogue is written by a a try-hard college-level student. It is just completely embarrassing. Somebody's obviously learnt what a theosaurus is and decided to use it when writing the dialogue to this game. And the graphics? Fuck me, this game looks like complete and utter ass. No wait, it looks like what it comes out of my ass after I've had some spicy ass food. It literally looks like an upscaled PS2 game, and yet it runs so poorly on my Xbox Series X. I want to throw up looking at this bland, boring game while experiencing frame drops every few seconds or so. I thought I really needed to play more than 40 or so minutes of this game to give it a fair shake, but I couldn't bring myself to do it, so I thought I would watch someone else play it on YouTube. I fell asleep! Look, I love indie games. Indie games at the best let smaller developers explore ideas and gameplay ideas that are neglected by the major publishers. But you have to know your limitations. If you are a small team, you are never going to make movement or game mechanics feel as good as they do in a game like Breath of the Wild. You are never going to make a world that has the breadth or scope of Zelda that actually makes those game mechanics that you shamelessly rip off actually work. All you are going to do is create a boring ass game. This game is not Spiritfarer. This game is not good jelly. This game is poo. I would rather shit on my balls than have a couple of my ribs removed so that I can lick my own balls and then lick my own shit off my balls than play one more second of this game. Fuck you, Vaughn. I still love you, mate, but fuck you. Josh, you're a legend. <laughs> Cut out there he's at the feeling, end. Yeah, he's feeling very strongly about this game. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, I think we can still put it in the episode, but hot damn did he wreck that game. <laughs> I know. I love it. He's like, this isn't Spirit Fair. This is not good jelly. Yeah, that not good jelly, man. That that's Get uh, got, fucking I guess, Sable. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, granted, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but hot damn. I will say, yeah, though, Phil got, did not like this game. I know. So much so to say that I had to earn the kiss on the mountain now, I know, dude. He's he's going to make you work for it. That's what you get. Jeez. I know. I can't believe I did this. <laughs> it's. I mean, it really is your fault. 
I love how it's my fault, but all I said was you guys were bitching about playing open world games and we hadn't played one yet. And then See, it's my you fucking, fault. <laughs> you antagonized the group. You try to make us feel bad, and now it's all of us who feel bad. I know. I can't believe I did that. I do think it's really funny that Phil caught on to like some of the obviously they don't try to hide it, but caught on to a lot of the same things I did. Yeah, where for sure. my initial thoughts of this game were like it's basically Breath of the Wild, but they removed all the fun parts. And I was yeah. like, I, I mean, at least for me, because I very much enjoyed the the combat for Breath of the Wild. And well, granted, I don't like the degradation of weapons, but I feel like combat right. was really fun. Getting yeah. new equipment was fun. Whereas in Sable, a lot of it is just experiencing the environment, uh, furthering the story, learning a little bit more about this world, and getting new masks. Plus, you get to, to catch those you beetles, can, you know? Yeah, fucking catch a beetle. Uh, you can get a beetle mask, from what I understand. So there you go. <laughs> Game of the year? Beetle mask. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like uh, that 10 out of 10 review from Phil was just. Nice. I know, dude. Hit the spot. I'd rather lick the shit off my balls than <laughs> <laughs> slap that on the box, baby. I honestly, that was probably the most surprising thing where I thought he was going to stop with I'd rather shit on my balls. And I was like, that's a very weird thing to like, okay, no, whatever. No, no. He's got to take you down. And then he just kept going. Take <laughs> you like, down on this adventure. <laughs> okay. All right. It was a very vivid picture of how you felt about Sable. And I yeah. very much appreciate it. I mean. Obviously was not a fan of the game. Yeah. And we now really know because of his vivid story. We wouldn't have known. We would have been like, he might still like it. But now, yeah, maybe there's a little bit. maybe maybe a little bit. But now there's like, no, nah, no, nah, he fucking hated it. <laughs> See, this is one of the things, though, where where Phil said that it wasn't running well on the Xbox Series X. Did you did you play it on your PC or on your no? X? I, see, that's the thing is I played it on my X and I didn't have uh, any issues that drops? I noticed. Yeah, no, not that I was noticing. So, yeah, I don't know. This is what makes me think that like what people are believing to be these like frame rate drops are actually that is actually part of the art style because it does look like that on my pc i saw it but it seems intentional because it happens all the time where hmm. your the motion of your run looks different granted if it's in a different like if it's in a different time it's possible but for me, I thought that was actually intentional. Like it was part of the art style, the same way that they play with color a lot in mm. Sable, where you initially like when you first go into the temple to get your gliding ability, there is no color. Everything, the colors leached out of everything. But once you and I find it hilarious, this is basically like putting your tablet your Sheikah slate into one of the little temples and it like dropping down on it it does the exact same thing in sable but it's slowly these streams of color converging on your character mm -hmm. and giving you this ability which i thought was really cool and was far easier to get than the glider in breath of the wild just saying bro just saying that's true and seemingly has no limit on how long you can use it i i like i jumped off the highest peak i could find and still was just like chilling just doing my thing just going it's all about like, chilling okay. all right well, but then i try like... to climb up a fucking mountain my stamina is gone in like two seconds literally I mean... try to climb up the tiniest bit and it was like bruh no 
I feel like the difference between trying to climb a mountain and floating in a bubble would probably feel like that. <laughs> maybe maybe a bit more stamina is required in climbing a mountain. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> than inside my magic bubble. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit different, you know? Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see why I... I I personally didn't have many issues with the story. I did. I can see the like the thesaurus aspect of Phil's critique where I was like, there were literally times when I saw a word in Sable and I was like, the fuck does that mean? And I like have to look it up. And I was like, there's so many easier ways to, to say that. Like, yeah. did you have were they just like you have to say this in 250 characters? Like, what is it? A tweet? What is <laughs> happening here, dude? So that's when those like high levels of abstraction come in, but it was so weird. I, I don't, I could see that. I, mm. I personally didn't get to like any part of the story where it felt like, I mean, didn't get exceptionally far. I don't know how far Phil got, but didn't get Sounds to like a point. Sounds like 40 minutes. Yeah, maybe. Just considering they fell asleep. Uh, I like, I didn't get to a point where I wasn't enjoying any of the story. And that was mm. actually one of the reasons that I may or may not play a little bit more of Sable. I just, the gameplay is such a deterrent for me where yep. I just not really feeling it. But big Josh boy, do you have any, a uh, little bit you want to say about Phil's audio before we move on? Um, no, I think there is nothing I could say that will top what Phil did. <laughs> <laughs> I just really love the, like, fuck you <laughs> i do i do enjoy it yeah i uh i like i like always seeing people step all over you but then also be like but josh you're okay yeah it's, i love it's the, just nice, like you're still cool dude you're but still fuck cool you, fuck you <laughs> i mean it's true i i was like i was like i'll play it but i know i'm gonna i'm not gonna like it and that's exactly what i said when we yeah. picked sable i was like all right let's do it but also not good and we also knew that Phil wasn't going to like it because oh, when yeah. we chose Sable, he posted the gift of somebody jumping out a window. <laughs> I do so, appreciate, though, seemingly Phil will <laughs> give it a try enough. Like, he has enough respect for the process of IndiePod and for voicing his opinion to be like, I'll give them a good 40 minutes of hating myself. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I also appreciate the, like, maybe I don't enjoy the gameplay of the game, so I'll look up a video of it to mm -hmm. still experience mm -hmm. it in some way, and then falling asleep is what I'm saying. I mean, that is, <laughs> Okay, yeah. all right. It's, it's just not for you. <laughs> so, let's see what Sam has to, has to say about good old Sable. Do you think it could be any worse? I don't think anything could be any worse than that. <laughs> Phil went we nuclear. Should, on I know Sable, we should have. We should have ended with Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't expect it to be. I would rather lick shit off my own balls than yeah, play this well, game anymore. I don't. I don't think many people do. That's a good point. That's a good point. That is a good box quote, though. You know, I like like I you say, they, put that shit on the box, dude. I hope they do it. I hope they listen to this and they're like, you know what? Easily, I think that could Easily. sell a copy. Or For, there's a few people who would be into it they'd be like yeah <laughs> talking to my kink here let's yeah. uh let's check out this game <laughs> like three people on earth are just like let's go <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> finally the experience i've been looking for and all right sam horribly disappointed just like yeah <laughs> sam you gotta pull us back from the brink here let's let's see how you're feeling also sam put in their email yes 
I had to take a breath or yes, like I was out of breath. So I, no, I do. No, no, I That's appreciate that. It was something like that. He said, yes, I do have it to catch my breath, which I assume <laughs> is a very bad Italian accent. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Let's see. Let's see. You haven't to catch your breath, Sam. Hey there, guys. Uh, it's Sam from Canada. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Not playing Sables. Because I don't like it at all, but, you know, well, I'm being a little mean there. I don't not like it at all. I just didn't get into it, I guess. it's There's nothing there for me. Well, actually, there's everything there for me except the action. So it got really boring real fast. Um, well, let me start, actually. Uh, I, uh, I played about 40 minutes, so I won't have a lot to say. Um... But I really, really liked uh, the art style. The art style was very original, and it kind of was the thing that got me into the game at first. But as soon as I uh, saw our character walking, like skipping a step every frame, uh, it kind of got on my nerves. That's one of the reasons I kind of stopped playing, too. I, did, I really do not like the way our character walks. It's, uh, it's weird. But, you know, who cares? I guess I do, but who cares? Um, uh, yeah, the game is beautiful. The world looks big. Uh, so that's one of the problems I have with it. I mean, I've played a lot of games that don't have action. And I played Witness. I played games like those. But, I mean, those are small worlds with a lot to do in that small place, you know? But this one, it feels like you're playing, like, Zelda Breath of the Wild or a game of that sort, but there's nothing to do except the puzzles and like the the fetching the fetching and stuff like that. So I don't know. But there's probably a lot more stuff than that, but I mean we all know there's no action sequences in it. So um yeah, so it kind of took all the fun out of the open world that this game has for me. Uh because I'm a big, big fan of Breath of the Wild and stuff like that. So I don't know, it kind of turned me off real quick. Um, I, I had fun at, at start, I guess, the like 21st minutes when you walk around trying to find parts for the hoverbike. Um, but after that, you kind of realize when you go through the first temple that it's just a big world with not much to do in it, actually. It's a beautiful place to be in. But, I mean, if you want to spice up your day, I mean, that's not the, not the game you're going to play, right? So it's not a game for me. Um, but the, the story did look pretty interesting. Uh well, what I know of it, actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably go and like find a video on YouTube somewhere that explains the story, uh, so I can get with the masses and know what's going on there, and maybe, maybe it'll hook me back in. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but the 40 minutes I've played um, did not do it for me. I got bored really quick, um, and I deleted it from my Xbox. So yeah, that's my point of view on this game. Did not like it. Others will like it, that's for sure. It's an original game. Pretty interesting one indeed. Um, so, yeah. If I could give it a pointing, I guess out of 10, I'd give it a 4 or a 5 just to, you know, give it something. I mean, maybe more a little bit because it's the, only the fact that there's no action in this game that brought me down and I found, found it, like, uh, boring a little bit. But... Other than that, I guess I could give it a six just because it's a beautiful, big, open world game. It's original and the story looks good. So I give it a six out of ten. So, yeah, uh, have a nice day.
What a gentleman. I know. He raised a, it a good old like three or four points. You got to appreciate true, what that. What a true gentleman. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I'll agree with him, though. Like, it's kind of what I was saying of it's this big open world, but there's like nothing in it. Like you think of open world games. Think of like, uh, you know, all of these games have those markers, like the the little things that you have to do where it's like, go here, go to the top of this peak, do this, blah, 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 find this one zone, whatever. A map in an open world game like nowadays is riddled with things to do to the point where it's like a bit anxiety inducing and you're like, fuck, there's too much to do. But this game yeah. is like the complete opposite. They're like, let's 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 help the people with anxiety. Let's put fucking nothing in this open world game. And you're like, too much. You back you, you, you overcorrected you over overcorrected a bit we want like half of it though not like an eighth so yeah that it was also a pretty big issue for me like i said i felt like it was a very akin to breath of the wild but they took out the fun bits which was the like the combat the action which is like this could also be a a failure like this is obviously a failure for us to like necessarily prepare for this experience or at least for sure, for sure. in m- my experience where it's like I came into this thinking that maybe there was going to be a little bit of action that like maybe something was going to happen. Maybe I'd be able to do a little bit more than pick up beetles and do random fetch quests like maybe I could yeah. I could do that. And it's possible that the later quests in the games uh, in the game are more varied. But from what I experienced, obviously there's it's it's not an action oriented game and I shouldn't have expected that. It's not something that I should have like been eager to witness within this game that just is not like that. Yeah. And the craziest thing was like I went into this thinking that it was going to be something different, even though like there was no marketing that made it seem that way. It was basically just me fooling myself. I played myself. Big Josh point. I played myself. Look, I knew what this was getting into it, and I still hated it. So your your opinion on that is that may have been your experience, but Phil and I knew what we were getting into. Phil definitely hated it more than me, but uh, you know, I yeah. think I think it's just some people enjoy certain things, and other people fucking hate Sable. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's that's absolutely true. I I personally I might do the same thing as Sam, where I actually enjoyed the little tidbits of story I got enough to the point where it's like maybe I will look into like uh, what each mask like looks like, what it represents, what these endings could possibly mean for Sable, like uh, what path they choose in life, and and try to find out where the story goes, but. Currently, I, I, I like the little bit I played, uh, or the little story I experienced. But yeah, I don't know if I'd be willing to actually endure the gameplay for the most part. But we've got one more of our patrons to to maybe pull us back to a positive side. I and do not know if it will. I I, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think Zach liked it either. But I we'll see. I'm hoping so Zach, anything. you're you're our only hope. You got to be yeah. the one positive person on this podcast. Hey guys, it's Zach. Um, so yeah, Sable, I uh, really did want to like this game. I was intrigued by it when I heard about it because I'm one of the people who does enjoy narrative focused games. Like I, I, I really get into a good walking simulator every now and then. 
And so when I read about this one, I was just like, okay, cool. Like an open world sandbox, you know, walking simulator narrative, no combat. And I was like, I can get into that. I can do it. But performance issues and some choppy animations really kept me out of it. That's my main, my main complaint is every time I would start to get into it and I would try, I'd start feeling a little shitty. And I'm pretty sure this, the animation style is what's getting to me because I've noticed that really choppy animation is what messes with me. And every time you run, it's just a super jank animation. And I just, I think that's what's making me feel weird every time I try to play it. But I, every time I tried, I just, I quit because it made me feel shitty. It actually caused me physical discomfort. So uh, that's what really kept me from giving this game a chance. Um, but like there were parts of it that I really, I still do think are cool. Like I really like the art style. When this game is not moving, it's beautiful. <laughs> and then you move and all of that wonder is drained from the beautiful art style. Um, I do really enjoy the music. That was a pleasant surprise to open up the game and see that Japanese Breakfast did the music because I've always found them interesting. They're not really my style, and I've never like really listened to them, but you know, I've been intrigued by their music as well. So, so that really fit very well. And I thought it was, I really, every, every time I was paying attention to the music, I was really enjoying it. It's just, like I said, the choppy running animations, the super jank, uh, color alterations, things just disappearing when you're walking towards them. Like it's classic jank, you know? Um, and I can, I can live with jank. I can, if this game didn't make me feel nauseous like i probably would have given it a lot more time um but yeah i'll say it again can't all be zingers you know it's the way she goes sometimes <laughs> but uh yeah that is super interesting that uh zach was experiencing nausea from playing the game it's similar to like the thing that happens to me with those like older first person shooters um, yeah but yeah that like that's one of the things that the minute something like that happens, you're just like, well, this isn't for me. Like, even if you do like it, which I'm glad, you know, we talked about Zach had to be the positive person and there was, there's a lot more positive than there were in the other ones. So yeah, we ended on uh comparatively, we ended on a positive note. <laughs> of course. Also classic jank. Good name for another podcast. I like it. <laughs> I do have to say one more time. It is on purpose. I I remember now I actually started to remember that if you look in the like promotional material for the game, that is on purpose. It's not like fr it's not your frame rate cutting or anything like that. That that running animation is deliberate. I feel like it is. I, I guess I shouldn't say I feel like it is. I believe it is deliberate. Um, so like how how Phil was talking about them dropping frames, it's on purpose. I'm it's it's part of the art style. Granted, it can be off putting. I totally understand why people would not like it. And and like personally, however much I may hear that it's an amazing game that people love it and that I would love it. I had a very similar experience with Fez that Zach mm, had with yeah. Sable where I played Fez 
and I was enjoying what I played, but if I played more than 30 minutes, it would give me headaches and I'd feel nauseous. And it, I, I think it was just something with the, the world like twisting and that motion just totally threw me off. It doesn't mean that that's a bad game or anything. And I feel like it does like Zach feeling nauseous when it came to Sable doesn't make it a bad game. It's just like, it's, I, I guess it's just like, it sucks. The, it just sucks when it, when you come down to it, there's nothing you can really do to change it other than maybe wearing one of those weird wristbands. That's like nausea suppressing or whatever by pressing on your pressure points or some shit. But yeah. ultimately, I mean, However much Phil would rather lick his balls, uh, I I don't hate Sable. I, I don't think it's something that I'll never come back to. I, I, do. I believe. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't want. <laughs> I believe it's like it's it's possible that I would check out some uh this is some outside like media of it watch some videos kind of get more into the story and actually want to pursue that a little bit more on my own it's it's very possible that that would happen for me because i don't have any like extreme disdain for this game i just thought that like it was kind of boring mm -hmm. but once again i don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing i don't think games have to be fun like no. it's just it it seems like weirdly contradictory, but I don't think that they have to. A game can just be intriguing, and I think that like that's definitely something that Sable could be. I also really enjoyed that. Like outside of once again, Phil, not a fan of Sable, really did not like Sable. I think all of us have a consensus that like the art style is very pretty. Like yeah. I, I think we all very much enjoy it. Um, I really, I guess I'm going to be the one who ends on like more of a positive note than anybody else. I loved the way it played with color. I thought it was really, really cool. Granted, I, while like traversing some of the spaceships, I thought that they were like really boring and really gray. They had small amounts of color and I was like, this kind of blows. Uh, they didn't really try to do anything special in those moments, which I guess that that could be like some sort of commentary on technology that is all kind of melancholic in general, mm -hmm. but I don't really know. So yeah, maybe I'll go back to it. Maybe I'll, I'll check out like game spots. This is how you get 25 masks or whatever. And mm -hmm. this is how cool Sable is. And maybe that'll make me want to go back into it or maybe I'll just watch a video. I don't really know. But I definitely I, I feel like this is an experience that a lot of people could enjoy. And I think it's like well worth all the praise it's getting. It just it's a good jelly, not my jam type of situation. Mm -hmm. Just the unless, way it goes. Unless you talk to uh, Phil. Then it's just. Poop. Yeah. Then it's like. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I ruin your positive <laughs> note? <laughs> it's just so funny. He's like, it's just poo. <laughs> Uh, that is the end of this episode. Thanks everyone so much for listening. If you would like to chat with us outside the show, be sure to follow us at IndiePod over on Twitter. You can follow me, Vaughn, at Hyde Legion, and you can follow Josh at the underscore George 90. If you would like to participate in these book club episodes, they are offset by one month. Of course, you, if you're listening to this on free feeds, you're listening to this in like 2022. 
So it's it's a little <laughs> ways away, obviously. But if you are a patron at the three dollar tier or higher, you can send in your audio. You get early access to these, which is like the month that we do them instead mm-hmm. of like five months in in the future. I mean, I eventually, guess. eventually that. will Yeah, be eventually fixed, it'll so. catch up and it'll just be a month before. Like yeah. it'll it'll just be a month offset. So when we're recording our special episodes, they'll be listening to the book club and so on and so forth. But, but when you hear this in five months, yeah, throw us three bucks and come on in. <laughs> you can participate as well, and you can hate as many games as we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the uh, message I was going for, but yeah, sure, yeah, definitely not. But that is it for us today. Thanks everyone so much for listening, and we will talk to you again next month bye say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.